A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode I'm joined today uh, once again by a young lady from India, a young lady by the name of Diksha Sahu. And Diksha um, previously did an episode, as I say. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to turning the tables this time, though, because I think Diksha wants to ask me one or, one or two questions around life. In fact, what we thought we'd call this episode, uh, listeners, was I want to know about life. So, Diksha, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. Hello, all listeners. I'm Diksha speaking again. And today I will be going to ask Paul some questions about him. So, let's get started. Yeah, I'm in your hands, Diksha. Fire away. Okay, so first question to you, Paul. Uh, could you please tell me something about... I mean, tell me and the listeners something about you. Oh, blimey. Where do I start with that one? Listeners, what can I tell you about um, myself? I think the first thing is to, I mean, the, the, most of the times the reaction to that question when people are asked it is, I don't like talking about myself. And I think we get to a stage where, it all depends on why we're talking about ourselves. So if it's to boast and stroke the ego, well, that's one thing. But I think the other thing is to actually be asked such a question, Deetcher, is a beautiful honour because it gives us a chance to say, well, actually, I've come to love this person called Paul. Not in a conceited, arrogant way, but in a way that forgives him for, you know, whatever whatever journey he's been on and whatever mistakes he thought he made, because they're not mistakes, they're lessons to be learned. And there's a big difference. So what can I tell you about Paul? I can tell you that Paul has been on that journey. There has been a lot, well, a lifetime full of learning. And at times that's been very dark, very dark. Uh, from an early age, it was fueled by addiction, violence, and actually that lasted for decades. Certainly the addiction and the darkness did. Um, but it was always about a voyage of self-discovery. You know, learning lessons. Wow. Thing. And, you know, despite the tears and the heartache and the suffering, now coming out the other side, Diksha, and understanding and realizing that, you know, just as a beautiful rose may grow in the garden, it comes out of dark, earthy soil. And I think it's the same for us as human beings. And uh, I think the secret is to not, you know, when, when life is treating us as we think badly, is not to get too down. And when life is treating us really brilliantly is not to get too carried away with it and it's to you know to create that middle zone and just observe and enjoy the moment and take the learning bit of a long answer Deeksha but I hope that answers your question 
Okay, that was nice. I mean, I really like the way you described yourself. Moving on. Um okay, being a founding director of WGC, that is the World Game Changer and the chairman of Sports Act, what is something about you that most people are familiar with wouldn't know? That they wouldn't know. Oh, that's a great question. Um, that really is a good question, listeners. And, and, and uh, why it's a good question is, I like to think that a lot of my stuff, I'm an open book, and whether it's on a podcast or the books I've written, that there's not much, there's not much I haven't kind of disclosed. Um, hmm. What may people not know about? Um, I once shook hands with Prince Philip. Um, that I don't think that's been publicised in any of my books or I've spoke about that too much. Um, yeah, blimey, that's a really, really good question. Not very often I'm stuck for an answer, but I can't <laughs> just say. So you want me to repeat it, is it? No, not necessarily to repeat it. I'm trying to think of something really abstract. I mean, there's a kind of uh, contradiction, isn't it? You put a lot of stuff out there and you actually forget them, what you have put out there. You can't remember every single little thing. So I'm trying to think, well, you know, what what is it that, uh, um, you know, I could share with listeners that's not previously been shared before? other than what I've just said. Um, leave that one with me, Deetcha. Let that one soak a little bit. Okay. So, should we go to the next? Yeah, why not? Okay, what is the biggest challenge you have faced while being a teenage? The biggest challenge I've faced with... Sorry, I what? mean, biggest biggest challenge you have faced while being a teenage i mean in your teenage oh in my teenage years wow okay um having my heart broken my first love i thought my world had come to an end oh yeah that's that's uh, okay so next one who has been your biggest inspiration idol or mentor over the course of the career? These are fantastic questions. Wow. Um, the best mentor I've had is life itself. That's, that's common for everyone. I mean, you learn a lot from your life. So, except that. Um, I mean, you really admire them a lot. All right, okay, so who do I really admire? Uh, yeah. I think it's very easy just to single out people that are well-known. I mean, Nelson Mandela was a monumental inspiration because of his, I think, his attitude of serving 27 years uh, incarcerated, and then his attitude was they, they shackled me, but they couldn't shackle my mind that free spirit. Um, I mean, that was, um, yeah, that was beyond powerful. Um, this, I mean, I could mention names 
um, you know, that, that I've, I've really inspired. But I always, what I've learned to do over the years, Diksha, is turn the focus inwards. I have been my own greatest inspiration because we are as human beings. We kind of just don't realize that. And if more people um, could look at themselves and realize what a, an absolutely amazing, amazing soul they are, not who they think they are, but who they truly are, that's the greatest inspiration. But unless somebody points that out, we tend to look outside for our answers, you know, particularly in today's society where, you know, social media is very strong and all these glitzy stars or, you know, he's got this or she's got that, you know, and they've got the perfect body, they've got the perfect lifestyle, the perfect relationship. Um, for me, it doesn't work. I look inwards and I, am, I, I have become my own greatest inspiration and I would encourage every single person listening and hearing that to do the same we don't need to look outside. Sometimes we might need a little arm around the shoulder, you know, just to help us and, you know, lift us up a little bit. You know, that's that's fine. You know, we're human beings. We get down. We're vulnerable. We have insecurities. That's all part and parcel of being a human being. Um, does that answer the question? Okay. I mean, that's true. I, I like the I like that one when you told that you are yourself. I mean yourself's greatest inspiration. I mean, after all, you have to thank yourself for being patient and learning stuff from other. So yeah, that's so true what you told. Now moving on next, if you get a chance to give advice to your 16 years old self, what would it be? Mm. <laughs> okay. Because um. I am a teenage, I mean, I am 16 so of course I'll ask you this question that is yeah yeah um very easy to answer always okay. always always be true to yourself ah uh, that was nice I didn't expect you to answer this I mean I expected that you will get confused or something but I never thought you will answer this anyways so uh, you want to tell something? Yeah, I was just going to say, how did that uh, how did that answer land with you, um, Deeksha? You know, when you know, to thine own self be true. What, what what what's kind of what's that stirred up with you? Um, as you say, as a sixteen year old. Okay, so if someone would have asked me that question, I would have blanked out for some time, and I mean. I'm still learning, so you have a lot of experience than me. So I thought you must have, you, you could have told something. Mm -hmm. That's all. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on. Should we proceed? I'm in your hands, Deeksha. You, you've, got, you've got the mic, so to speak. You tell me where we're going. Okay. How did sports and education help you grow and achieve what you are today? Wow. I actually wrote in my first book called Mastering the Game of Life, published it in 2000, um, around the very hard upbringing I had and desperate, desperate survival days. And there was only ever going to be two ways out of that, sport or education. 
Now, what was ironic about that in those early days when I was a teenager, because I was football crazy, absolutely football mad. And I thought that sport and football would be my way out of that poverty, out of that hardship. And I actually put in the book um, that I've referred to, Deeksha, that education, that's for softies. Uh, That's no good. Education's for people that sit behind desks and learn. Get out there and play, you know, uh, for me it was football or rugby or boxing or, or whatever your sport was or is. And but what's interesting, as the years have gone by, I didn't make it as a professional footballer. But what I did do is I went on and I went through uh, the academic life a bit later on in life as a mature student. So I ended up with a teaching degree. I ended up with a master's degree. I ended up with the, uh, the first year of my doctorate as well. Um, So it was quite interesting that from writing about that in 2000, that looking back on my childhood, there was only two ways out, sport or education. And education was never going to be an option, but actually education was the option. It was the thing that gave me the confidence to mix with other people because I went to university as a mature student. So I was mixing with a lot of sort of 21, 22, 23-year-olds you know, they were fresh, their minds were fresh, they were very alert. Me, I'd been through life, I'd come out of an addiction, I was still in the middle of an addiction. I was fighting a lot of demons, and my mind didn't have that mental flexibility that, that the young people did. So I had big, big deservedness issues. I felt like a fraud. I felt like an imposter. You know, who am I to be here at this university with these fresh, vibrant very genius-like minds. I don't deserve to be here. But that process of working through that, for me, was a million times more important than actually getting a degree or a piece of paper that says I'm a Bachelor of Arts. Wow. Uh, while you were speaking, I mean, telling about this, it, like there's a thought which, which is called that hard work always pay off i mean i literally suddenly it came to my mind it's okay so one more um in one line what would you advise our all listeners in one line about what i've said to you um the, yeah. be true to yourself yeah. be true to yourself self-love self-forgiveness we as human beings we are very 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 hard on ourselves we judge ourselves we give ourselves a half time a hard time and one of the words that you know if i had my my way would be banned is the word should i should have done this i should have done that i should have done the other well that's a bit of a mind trap because what that does it, it, it kind of puts us in this corner where okay I should have done this, but I didn't. And so we start, yeah, but why didn't, you know, this self-talk, why didn't you do it, Paul? Uh, Because you know you should have done, and then you kind of get angry with yourself, you get frustrated with yourself. It takes away that that self-forgiveness and that self-love, because we're here, in, in my humble opinion, based on, you know, 60 years on this planet, well, in human form anyway, 60 years, it's around... Our purpose is to love, is to self-love. 
learn how to self-love because we forget how to do that. And that enables us to be filled with so much love that we've then got something very powerful to leave for the rest of the world, not just our family and friends. Wow. Okay. So lastly, how do we make the world a better place to live for all? It starts with what I always use the example of dropping a pebble in a pond and just watching the ripple effect. People, I think, generally look outside for so many answers. The answers are there. You know, if I had this, if I had that, if I had more money, better relationship, you know, better job, this, that, the other. No, 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 no. Look inside. The answer is within us. All we are responsible for is ourselves. And so that what I would say, you know, is look inside, you know, the best gift you can give the world is to be the best version of yourself. Uh, there was an, an American writer, is an American writer called Anne Lamott, and she, um, she came up with this caption of lighthouses do not go chasing all over the sea looking for boats and ships to save. They just stand there and shine. And that for me, Deeksha, would be my... Best to just stand there and shine. Be the best version you can be. Let alone what anybody else is doing. That's not your responsibility. You're only responsible for you. Shine as brightly as you can and you will attract the right people. And I'll make sure that I remember that. <laughs> okay, so last question. Uh, if you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? Well, that's a difficult one because I don't know what you have as, or haven't asked yourself. Um, I mean, what do you think that is important about you, which I did not mention? Okay. So if I was in your shoes, I think yeah, I've already mentioned it. I mean, I think you get to a stage in life where, you know, uh, part of the the wording I use is, is mastering the game of life. And what that really means is you understand, you come to know through experience that there's actually very few rules. When we're younger, the world seems like it's full of millions of different rules and everybody's got an opinion and everybody's got a judgment and you get so confused. And then, you know, maybe the older generation don't quite understand the younger generation and vice versa. There's this big gap, not just in age, but, oh, we never did it like that in our day. It was always different when I was young. Well, okay, but you're not me. You know, my life and my experience is different. Yeah. And that's not to say that one's right and one's wrong. It's to say it's different. So my truth is different. It's not to say it's right or wrong, but it's my truth. So I think in, in the context of yourself, um, Diksha, all I would say is what, you know, there are very, very, very few rules in life. You learn that as you get older. The, and, and I think we've spoke about most of them, um, you know, be true to yourself. The big one is self-love, self-forgiveness. You know, and the language you tell yourself, you know, even in joking, oh, you silly so-and-so because, you, I don't know, you've spilt some milk or you've done something what you think is wrong. 
and we give ourselves a hard time, but it's learning to laugh at yourself and not take life seriously. You know, rather than getting angry and frustrated, I shouldn't have, it's that word, should again, and shouldn't, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done that. Well, I did. It's an experience. We take the learning from it and we move on. And so, you know, just not to labour the point, Deeksha, but very, very, very simply, love yourself to be the best you can be. And times when you might feel a bit under the weather or a bit down, that's fine. That's fine. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Allow yourself to accept that as a human being, you're not a robot, you're not a machine, you know, and even if you were, machines and robots break down. And we, we're human beings. We do the same. We have good days. We have bad days. But I think the, the, the trick is to be like the sky, to be very constant. And the clouds will pass through the sky and the sunshine will pass through the sky. Day comes, night comes. Day comes, night comes. The one thing that remains constant is you. You are the sky. True. The sky is the limit. That's why they say it, right? Okay, so thank you for giving me an opportunity to ask you questions and know about you and about your inspirational journey till now. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure. So let me uh, bring things to a close, listeners, by saying, I mean, isn't it a breath of fresh air when, you know, we have the opportunity to be, uh, well, to engage in a conversation generally uh, but for me personally here to be given the honour of asked su such brilliant questions by, you know, by a young lady that quite frankly is young enough to be my granddaughter, well, that doesn't matter. But I use that example to say that the, gen the two generations between us and how one can have the politeness, the respect to say, OK, you might know one or two things that I don't, which is probably true. But I'm going to put that back to you, Deeksha, and say, do you know what? There's a problem. There is definitely a lot of stuff that you know that I don't know. So it's a two-way street, isn't it? And that's why I call it, listeners, a dance. Because what we do in life when we have a conversation, we, we have a dance. We exchange energy, thoughts, ideas. Um, and that's sharing. And that, for me, in my humble opinion, leaves the world a better place. So let me ask you one final question then, Deeksha, by way of bringing things to a close. So out of everything that, uh, that's been said from your brilliant questions, and I thank you once again for those, what's the one thing that's really stood out for you out of what we've spoken about? Is, or is there a what? I shouldn't assume there is. Okay, so there's something which uh, I liked in this podcast was your thoughts. I mean, I am a very big, huge fan of thoughts and I do believe they are true. All your thoughts, they really inspired me and uh, I have never heard of it. I mean, it was the first time I heard. And I'll make sure when I hear this podcast again, I'll keep a book with me and I'll write it so that in future, if someone wants any suggestions from me, like I want, I seriously want some suggestions from you for my future. 
if someone do the same thing like me so i'll surely mention your name and i'll surely make them listen our podcast and i'll surely tell those thoughts super thank you so there we have it listeners the delightful young lady that is deepsha sahu from india and all that remains now is for me to sign off by saying the world's changing how will you respond thanks very much for listening to this world game changers podcast episode hopefully you found it interesting and helpful drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond remember the world is changing how will you respond